0: Hello and welcome to Dimensions of Imagination.
1: An anthology series podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my mind went blank there for a second. (laughs) Uh, I was trying to think of what episode this is for us. This
1: is um, episode six.
0: Episode six Mm -hmm. of our illustrious podcast. I'm your host, Joey, and with me is the other host, Jackie. Hello. And uh, another co-host today is my kidney stone, so... (laughs) If, I, if i'm over here wincing in pain i don't i guess you can't hear me wincing but you know what it is i think a, i think i'm passing a kidney stone so
1: that should make this real exciting yeah
0: it adds a little tension to the mix <laughs> um this week we are on our second episode of uh, amazing stories second episode we're watching of amazing stories it's not the second episode of the series um if you're just joining us we the first series we did was a little bit of the twilight zone and now we're on to amazing stories for about four episodes and uh, what is this episode entitled and what are the details on it Jay?
1: so this episode is called the pumpkin competition picked by me <laughs> because um i think i mentioned on the last episode that this is the only episode that i could remember anything about um from having seen amazing stories reruns as a child um, and I didn't really even remember what ha- what happened. I just remember that there was an episode about big pumpkins. Um, so that's how we got to pick this one. Um, like Joey said, this is from season two of Amazing Stories. It is episode 10. So we did episode nine last week. The wow! So we did, the we next one did that before. we did the next one that's what we did with yep. Twilight Zen,
0: the first uh, two <laughs> um year,
1: the original air date was december 1st 1986 a year and two days before i was born um that's not important at all sorry um it was written by peter z orton and he's notable because he edited 23 of the amazing stories episodes hmm. so on his um imdb i think this is the only one he maybe the only one he wrote but um he edited quite a few of them and it was directed by norman reynolds and this is super cool so he was the production designer on empire strikes back raiders of the lost ark return of the Jedi*, alien 3 and the art director of a new hope
0: oh wow yeah so, so- this seems like steven Spielberg is hooking up cast uh crew members uh-huh. that he's worked with that want to try directing is yeah. what it kind of feels like so i don't know if that was the case but it seems like his his friends are people he respects in the industry that aren't directors he's giving yeah. them some chances to uh to direct
1: so he is very much in like production and art design mm-hmm. um and we can kind of talk about how that plays into this episode yeah. it does um, have a good look too as we get further into it so our cast we have um three notable people we have lots of little characters who don't really have names um but the three main characters um we have elma Dinnick, and she is played by polly holiday of gremlins fame Uh, but she also this is i found this out which is exciting for me because i love this show she played rose rose's blind sister on um an episode of the golden girls oh wow um so that's cool yeah, but you know her most predominantly from Gremlins. She yeah, plays- she
0: plays the old old crotchety Miss Deagle on Gremlins. And she plays this very similar character in this episode. So.
1: Yes. And then we have um, <coughs> Joey's personal favorite, June, June Lockhart, who plays um, yeah. the character of Mildred. And you can talk about her.
0: June Lockhart, uh, famously for me, from lo- the original Lost in Space series, which is one of my favorite uh, TV series of all time, uh, classic sci-fi, um, and uh, yeah, she's been in so many other things too. Mm-hmm. She's just a classic face from from old TV, and uh,
1: her relation yeah. to something that I enjoy is that she was Donna Martin's grandma on Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero.
0: I believe, yeah, I believe Jean Lockhart was also the mom on Lassie. Maybe is that right? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe about that with somebody else. Okay, and then and uh, then
1: we have a character of professor bertram carver played by j.a preston and he um he was on hill street blues and dallas and a few good men so he had a good run on um several series i don't know if a few good men was a movie or a, i think a it was movie. A, movie, it's a movie but um yeah he was um on hill street blues and dallas which are pretty notable TV shows i mean they lasted for a, a yep. bit doo, 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 episode recap I'm <laughs> yeah we do
0: the episode recap so this is a pretty simple episode it's uh it's set in a town that the way that everything is is designed and we can talk about this later it seems like It's almost like a town out of time. It could be the 1800s. It could be the 1960s. Um, Later on, we see some pretty more modern cars. I mean, cars from like the 50s in it. So we know that it's not super old, but the the townspeople have a certain look to them. Um, It's set at this, uh, most of the action happens at this county fair, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, for Yarborough County. And it's all centered around this pumpkin growing contest that this town is obviously it's very uh known for its pumpkin growing contest, and they give away a pretty big prize, I would say for growing a pumpkin. I think it's like two thousand dollars or something um we start out at the first pumpkin growing contest and uh or the first one that we see in the episode and basically um uh Jean Lockhart's character wins this pumpkin growing contest and one of the other contestants is very upset about this and this is uh what's her name? The character's name? You uh, got it. Elma Dinn yeah.
1: El- Elma Dinnick.
0: Elma Dinnick is very upset about this and we've we get introduced to Elma as this kind of like she's sort of like the wicked witch in the Wizard of Oz, but whatever she was before she was the wicked witch in that movie. What was her name? She was Aunt Something or somebody or Miss Auntie Something or other. No, no, not Andy M. She's, you know, in the real life world, yeah, in the Wizard of Oz, she's somebody, mm-hmm. she's the mean old woman that wants to kill mm-hmm. Toto. And, yes,
1: who rides the bike. Yeah, and
0: it, Elma Denick is kind of based on her, you kind of feel like. She's mm-hmm. not as over the top as the Wicked Witch, but she's like this really kind of mean spinstery mm-hmm. character and she has a problem with uh with june lockhart's character winning this contest and she so she storms off in mm-hmm. in anger and they have a big confrontation and
1: well and june lockhart's character is also like this we're led to believe that she's just a sweet lady who mm-hmm. like and this and she enjoys this and Elma Dinic is obviously Elma
0: is like stingy and greedy, and she owns most of the town. Mm-hmm. And we see this later on in the episode. She's counting money and being very – she's a stereotypical, like, yeah. stingy landlord person.
1: Spinster, too.
0: Yeah, uh, single. And she wants mm-hmm. to um, – no kids or anything like that. That's brought it to you. But she wants to win this contest. And so she storms off. She goes home. And, uh, this professor Bertram Carver shows up at her house and he's like, I have a formula that will help you grow giant Mm -hmm. vegetables. And he shows her this pea that's the size of a bowling ball. Mm -hmm. Um, and he says, all I need is $10,000 to finish my research. And she says, she reluctantly says, I'll do it. She goes, gets her money out of her safe, but she gives them half of it and says, I only have Mm $5,000, even though she has just a million dollars sitting in that Mm -hmm. safe. And he's really upset. You know, he's like, ah, oh, but I, I kind of have to take it. And he takes it and gives her the formula. Um, the rest of the episode is her growing the pumpkin. And then she has to get it to the fair. And She has problems with that. So she has to tie it to the back of this old 1950 Chevy, 55 uh, Chevy or something. Um, somebody who's good with cars can probably tell me what exact model that is. But she ties it to the back of this car and she drags it to the county fair. So we're, we're one year ahead now. We've gone from one county mm-hmm. fair to the next county fair. And she drags it all the way to the contest, and just as she shows up, she pulls up, and the pumpkin is just, like, a mess. Just, mm-hmm. like, everybody's like, what is it's that? It's been ew? dragged along
1: the, the road, and um, it's kind of disheveled at this point. The seeds are coming out of it. Yeah, it's and it's a huge pumpkin.
0: It's gigantic. It's bigger than the car, um, and, it's, and it's a mess. And so she pulls up, and she thinks she's still going to win because she's got proof that she had this thing. And the twist of the episode is that Mr. or Dr. Carver has given the other ladies in the contest uh, their his formula, too. So all of the pumpkins are on equal ground now because they are all gigantic. gigantic. And June Lockhart's character, Mildred, wins once again. What's even sweeter this time is that... Uh,
1: They've put a wager. Yeah,
0: they put a wager. Elma has put a wager on this that she will give all of her property to Everything. Mildred. And if if she wins and if Mildred loses, then Mildred has to uh, give up her little tiny house or whatever to her. And so Mildred wins everything that this woman wins that owns. And uh, yeah. So that's kind of the, the, the story, the moral of the story is like throughout the whole thing, it's often said, well, you, the reason why these ladies pumpkins are growing better than yours is because you have like, Hate in your heart, and you're not giving, you're not a giving person. It's so these ladies have all given to this doctor, and so they get to grow these big pumpkins mm-hmm. and win. So, uh, yeah.
1: yeah, and the townspeople who have nothing to give are still giving of themselves, whereas Alma right. had so much to and give, she and give she didn't give the full, amount, the full amount. So, um,
0: so let me just say this I my first viewing of this episode uh, but years ago, I've probably seen it two or three times, I didn't catch this one thing. So I have a theory that the doctor would have taken the $10,000 and gone on back to his university to work. Mm-hmm. There's two ways to look at this. Either the doctor is sort of a snake oil salesman and is mm-hmm. trying to take this money from all these people, but he's not selling something that doesn't work. He's selling something that the growth formula does work. So... I think that what he did was he he needed the $10,000. He didn't get it from, if she'd have given him
1: $10, the
0: $10,000, he would have just gone away, yeah. and then she would have won the contest. Hmm. But because she didn't give the whole amount.
1: He had to go look for the $5,000. And,
0: and he went to the other ladies, and granted, he, each of the other ladies says they gave him 5000 too, so he got way more than $10,000. But I think at that point he was just like,
1: mm-hmm. well, I
0: might as well just go ahead and get this money. And
1: Yeah, and then you also have to factor in, is is this a play on also... Like they gave when they didn't have money, and they're probably giving money because they also want to solve world hunger. It's their motive is probably not to grow the biggest pumpkin. It's probably to help this man solve hunger
0: because that's what he says his motive is is he wants to solve. Whereas world Elmo's hum- is hunger. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I'll buy that from you. I don't care about if anybody's hungry. Yeah,
0: because if these ladies gave five thousand dollars to him, the prize for the contest is only two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So, huh? You know, it's Bragging interesting. Rights. Yeah. Um Yeah, what did you want yeah. to get into then about the episode? This is this is your pick. So. Yeah.
1: All right. So my favorite children's author, though problematic a bit now, is Roald Dahl. And this episode is so James and the Giant Peach-esque. <laughs> like it just like and I don't, know. I mean, obviously the Ruled Doll story came first, so I don't yeah. know if like that had a factor in like what this it, was about. It could have
0: influenced it. It is very so much a fairy this, tale. It is. Uh, the whole episode yeah. is like fairy tale yeah. themed.
1: There's a Cinderella reference when they're, um, like it just, when the pumpkin is going down the road on the car, it looks like the Cinderella's carriage when the pumpkin, yeah. you know, the fairy godmother comes and, you know, the, the bertram is kind of like the fairy godmother and he brings the
0: yeah he's also like the wizard of oz kind of mm-hmm. in a way and like there are some wizard of oz references yeah in this and stuff. it's
1: just um <clears throat> yeah there's a lot of oh dear um so that is one thing that i'm like really caught me and why i think i appreciate this episode so much <laughs> is because i love james and the like james and giant peach as a yeah. story i'm reading it to my kids at school right now like yeah um so that um I really want to be a stingy old lady who dresses in just black <laughs> and yells at everybody She sometimes. does dress
0: in like this very like witchy black dress mm-hmm. and at some point June Lockhart c- comes straight out and says, "You're a witch." <laughs> and
1: like Yeah, but also she's... even though June Lockhart's character is supposed to be like kind, she kind of strikes at Elma with this comment of like about um supporting a family and then she's like oh well you wouldn't know anything about that like commenting that she doesn't have a husband or yeah. kids to take care of there, and i was
0: like ah, that's a little rude there is a moral superiority about her but it's like how church ladies are in victim mm-hmm. and things so yeah it's like very much like that um yeah uh let's see so
1: i originally remember i this was an interesting episode to rewatch because I originally thought that maybe the pumpkin the the way I think you're supposed to think about the ending at first is that by the time Elma gets there that the pumpkin is destroyed and that's why she doesn't win the contest. Right. Is because the pumpkin was destroyed and they won't count it. And that's but very then, like
0: that's very like Aesop's fable style, like she mm-hmm. did something and lost the pumpkin, you know? And
1: yeah, and then but whatever. then there's this like final in the last moments twist of, Oh no, your pumpkin would have been counted, but it's actually too small. But it still
0: wouldn't have won. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like a double twist. It's a Mm -hmm. twist and then another twist. Yeah. Um,
1: so what do you think the, um, repercussions of that deal were like, we're supposed to believe that now Elma is going to be like penniless. Right.
0: I would think that like, there was nothing written. There was no contract. There contract. So I think that she will back out of it. Well, but... and
1: I feel like maybe Mildred is such a compassionate character that she wouldn't take that. Like all of the things from her, but
0: I would imagine that uh, what is it? Elma is her name. Mm-hmm. I, Elma's probably gonna have to pay a little settlement. I yeah, think, and then, then it would be fine, which will pain her a mm-hmm. lot to to give any any pennies away. But if she
1: <clears throat> if she did wind up penniless, she has a pumpkin to
0: eat. <laughs> She's so. well part of a pumpkin. Yeah.
1: She can move into it yeah, <laughs> yeah. what's <laughs> left of it I guess um yeah so I mean there wasn't any episode trivia about this one it's hard to find the episode trivia for amazing stories and it's a pretty cut and dry episode it's I, it is an
0: amazing story uh-huh. it is like not it's not like science fiction really it's yeah. not horror it's not uh anything like that it's just a, it's just a pretty intense story. crazy story that's yeah this is very much like a fable or a fairy tale. Yeah, anyway.
1: and I think that's a big difference between what the Twilight Zone is and what Amazing Stories is because I didn't really remember what Amazing Stories was like and th- like I I only vaguely remembered this episode. So it is Steven Spielberg's take on a Twilight Zone, but it's also like just like you're saying, it's a storytelling thing. It's not necessarily yeah. these um I don't think it's hugely social justice issue and it's not...
0: Um, yeah, it's not trying to, like, uh, change people's minds on mm-mm. things a lot. It's, it's, it's not it's really making just to...
1: big points about things or morality or... I mean, it, it does have moral issues. Both episodes have had, like, an underlying moral mm-hmm. thing, but they're more just, like, stories you would read in a book or like yeah tell they're, and... they're more
0: fantasy uh yeah that's exactly than, it fantasy than, whereas the twilight zone is more straight up sci-fi type stuff. sci-fi and
1: um, um like sometimes creepy horror horror things and this is, yeah this is,
0: and not, there are episodes of this that are like that but mm-hmm. the, this this is kind of more the norm than than anything else from what i know of watching a lot of the episodes yeah um it is kind of like these fantastical Mm-hmm. big comic booky style stories yeah um, a lot of references to fairy tales and things mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's it's a good one. It's really ah, yeah. well acted. Um
1: yeah, the acting was great. Yeah. It the end, like we we were talking about art direction wise. I mean, you have this giant pumpkin and it's yeah. it looks like a pumpkin. It does. Like it's it done real, really yeah. well. <clears throat> the attention to detail in Elma's mansion, I thought, was really great because she's got yeah. stacks and you only see two rooms in her mansion, but you can tell that the whole thing just from those two rooms is like stacked full of like antiques like she walks by a, a a table full of like beautiful china and vases and
0: yeah she has all these treasures that she's holding yeah. like a dragon this is a very 80s thing because like i feel like rich people in movies now have these like giant beautiful clean mansions mm-hmm. but like 80s rich people in movies and stuff like this had these like dusty old mm-hmm. like m- you know building these old houses where they had just hoarded all these yeah. things you know yeah. these, this wealth and it's like they're it's not using gr- any of it it's very gray gardens it's 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 hoarderish yeah um, but that, that's the thing she's almost like a dragon she's mm-hmm. hoarding gold or whatever um
1: yeah okay. and she's got that really awesome old um what are they called not a calculator well yeah it's kind of like a calculator but it's
0: yeah yes yeah, old uh, well well i don't know what you call that it's yeah. like, almost like a cash register, but it's a it's a manual calculator thing mm-hmm. that, that prints.
1: Makes these like dings yeah. and like the handles. So I thought that attention was really cool. There's a lot of um, like, we kind of see Elma unravel a bit from being like poised and put together in her black yeah. outfit. And then by the end of it, she's like.
0: Well, she has to like, she has to struggle to get to um this thing she it's a hard thing to like. She has to actually tie this pumpkin to the car, and it's Just like she it wears her herself. out to like get it.
1: So she originally tried to hire a moving company, and they say that they're booked. And we find out at the end why because they've been booked by all these other people to take the pumpkins yeah. too. But the the I like the very ending <laughs> scene is Elma amongst all these pumpkins, and you can actually tell that it's it's a watercolor or a not even a watercolor, maybe even acrylic, painting of mm-hmm. pumpkins, and they've inserted Elma into them. So um, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I think I mean, they call that a matte
0: painting when they do that, mm-hmm. um, which is like painting the background in the background of a uh, scene. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty cool Yeah. Cool thing, so so.
1: I, I don't know if any of that is attributed to the fact that Norman um, R- Reynolds, who was the – it's very art driven. Oh,
0: it will go back. It Did it say he worked on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh huh. It's very reminiscent of the Raiders of the Lost Ark. The ending of Raiders of the Lost Ark with spoiler alert, mm-hmm. where they uh, are in the warehouse and they cut, they pull back and mm-hmm. they show all the uh, the different treasures that mm-hmm. are in crates. It's yeah. the same kind of shot. It's very much similar. They're mm-hmm. pulling back on this, you know, yeah. This giant space with all these huge things. Um, yeah. You're yeah, really and cool. they definitely you brought up the point about the moving, she calls the moving company when we were watching it. And I didn't know if you remembered the ending or not. I was like, Oh, they're going to give it away here. Um, and mm. she, they could have given it away in that, like they didn't mm-hmm. sell that too hard. It was just kind of like, Oh, they were busy, mm-hmm. but like that she didn't go, Oh, you're busy with what? Or like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like she, it, it could have like given the twist ending away. Yeah. When they didn't. So, so was, yeah.
1: I, I mean, after the episode started, I remembered how it ended um yeah but i think if you had if it was a first-time viewer you it wouldn't have necessarily given it away no i don't
0: think so um yeah and i, I really like the uh the actor that played the doctor i thought he was great uh believable as this uh mm-hmm. you know he's got his glasses and this uh, little twinkle nice little in his suit. eye and yeah yeah he's a little bit like a fantastical character he's yeah. like uh, uh did
1: you catch when she was leaving the pumpkin competition the first pumpkin competition she storms off and he, he's there yeah he, he notices and he her. Like yeah
0: that's that's why he shows there. up at her house so that's later, why so. it's
1: like oh is he a snake uh, you know a snake oil salesman yeah
0: is, is there something sinister about him um he's he's got like a little gleam in his eye but mm. i mean he's i believe he's a scientist doing this work and yeah. he wants to uh you know um. pay for to, to try to help the world
1: yeah yeah so it's interesting it's very very fantastical so i'm interested in what you rate this one because you rated last week as a 10 and that's the first 10 we've had on the the podcast um
0: are we ready to do the ratings or do we have anything else i don't have
1: i don't have anything else what do you
0: there was something else i wanted to bring up but i couldn't Mm. couldn't remember what it was i guess that's everything yeah um Oh, I wanted to bring up the mayor. I thought that I really like the character of the mayor because they keep calling the the joke is apparently they uh, do this every year where they're the like
1: governor's pumpkin competition. Right,
0: that's what it's called. But they're like the governor wanted to be here, but he got called away at the last minute, <laughs> and we've got the mayor. And it's like, okay, you guys do this every. You call it the governor's competition, but the mayor is the one who yeah. like steps in for the governor. And uh, the mayor is like this very like boss hog kind of seeming mm-hmm. like uh, from Dukes of Hazard kind of mayor like suspenders and everything and it's got a great look to it. It, mm-hmm. it reminds me of like uh, short stories that I've read like the lottery or whatever where you can kind of imagine these townsfolk mm-hmm. the way they look, but they're kind of like timeless in their clothes mm-hmm. and everything. Um, yeah, yeah. But that was just a little this is very that much
1: I like I could see this being like it's basically written as a short story. Yeah. I is, mean most yeah. of these are, but mm-hmm. I like I could literally like mm-hmm. see the pages turning and like envision the story on the paper. Yeah, it is a short um, story. So, yeah, and he's just an over the top <laughs> yeah. mayor character, so
0: um I'm going to give this like a 7, I think. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not like it doesn't set my world on fire, but I like really like the look of it, and I think it's a nice twist at the end. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it like a seven.
1: I'm gonna go with a nine. Okay. I'm not ready to give out a perfect ten yet. That's fine. But I just think it has such a tie. Like it just ties in so much with my like childhood and yeah, not remembering the episode necessarily, but it's just so no no, it's a feel it's a feel good one. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. Yeah, there's no like, there's a mean character, but you know, like uh, last week, uh, what was his name? Calvin. He was a creepy character. Like he was just ba- bad. Well, yeah,
0: and he meets a violent end. This and it's have, a li- like, yeah. Last anything, so. last
1: episode was like a little creepy, and then this one is, I don't know. It just it's a feel good episode to me, and we all know I try. I tend to like the feel good ones. Yeah. So.
0: Now, huh. I, I give it a seven, but that, yeah, that's that's. I mean, once we're getting past five, that's like very good. Rating yeah, yeah. So it's 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 definitely rating high. Um, in retrospect, I might rate it higher when we compare it to other episodes. But uh-huh. um, I would say a seven. So. Yeah, I'm gonna, a gonna go a nine. With the so nine. So that's fine. It's good. Yeah.
1: Um. So moving on, we have some uh fun news to share. Um, we have a Twitter. Oh, so I we <laughs> we are um, too. if you want to. Tweet to us. We are at D O I podcast. Um and I'm terrible at Twitter, so I'm sure Joey will be the one to hand uh.
0: Yeah, well I have to add Twitter. that to my uh, um, little Twitter. But yeah, kind of we stuff, have a
1: Twitter. So Yay, we're what's expanding. our what's our
0: uh, email address?
1: Our email address is um dimensions of imagination at gmail.com.
0: Okay. And you can of course email us there.
1: And I just wanted to um tell our many listeners um that we got an exciting we um, got an exciting new piece of artwork in our house uh that is twilight zone inspired so we um shout out to uh my friend Katie who uh is the artist behind can it punk art um that's how you can find her on Facebook and her Instagram is can c a n i t p u n k 102 um she's a phenomenal artist we we have a couple of her pieces and in our um, collection of art here. And uh, we, I commissioned. I just kind of told her, "Hey, if you um, are interested in trying out a Twilight Zone idea," and she sketched it out. And I don't know how we can put. We'll that put up. it in
0: the. Uh, well, I'll put it in the uh, show notes. I'll yeah, put a picture so. of it, and then I'll also put her uh, Instagram information so you can go follow yeah, her. Yeah, she's and got some really awesome
1: art. Uh, um, we have an another piece by her that is. Um,
0: hunter s thompson
1: hunter s thompson inspired so shout out to katie we love it it's it's uh we added it to our rod serling (laughs) collection of artwork that we're slowly acquiring um so hit her up she's um a local artist here in wilmington north carolina yep yep so that was our um kind of exciting new things um so hit us up on uh twitter and email us and we're going to continue to do this. Oh, we should probably talk yeah, about what we're going to watch next week, week. we've got another
0: episode, the third episode of us watching Amazing Stories. And it is, uh, what is it, Jackie?
1: It's um, the Grebel? The Grebel. The Grebel. And it's also a season two episode, season two episode six. Um
0: I promise the last one we do will be a season one episode.
1: So. <laughs> mm, I get to pick it. I know, so. but you,
0: you got to pick something. Out of oh, season I have one. to pick. We have something. to do something out of season. Anyway, one. So it so just happened that all of our like this was one that I remembered that I kind of liked. And so, if
1: we are, if you are pre watching or not, yeah, if you are watching before you listen to the episode, which we hope
0: you are, because it's spoiled. Otherwise.
1: Yeah, um, go ahead and. Uh, check that that episode out That again that's the greeble season two episode yeah, six a-
0: again season one is on the nbc app mm-hmm. so if you have a cable provider you can look see, watch season one on that but these season two episodes you will have to uh buy them from amazon, amazon or find another way to watch them so
1: mm-hmm. all right cool um,
0: all right well i guess that's everything uh thanks for listening and uh catch, yeah, you, next we'll, we'll catch you next week we're out